American Thoughts. Welcome, world. Welcome, podcasting world that listens to, the, to us. To the Napkin Thoughts podcast. Yeah, we are the Napkin Boys. Where we, where, we, where we write questions on napkins and we talk about them. Yeah, there's not much, not much more explanation that needs to happen here. So today's, today's question, and, and we will, moving forward, we'll have people come on the show and we'll discuss with them um, whatever we have on the napkin, get different perspectives from different people. So uh, today's question is, what is the biggest problem the world is facing? Jeez. Thoughts, Darren. <laughs> that is a pretty deep question. So it may, makes me think of... Um, Dr. Peterson's uh, podcast, and you'll hear me reference Dr. Peterson a lot. As you know, I always constantly talk about him. We are fans. Because he is the bomb.com. So he was talking on the Joe Rogan podcast recently. Did you remember that part where he said world hunger Mm. is not... Didn't he say that that was not something that it's it's almost... It's the actual... Deliver. I can't remember what he said. Very so, few, if any, people are dying of starvation, except for those that are, except for when it's being used as like a political weapon. Yeah. By, by right politicians. And so to me, my first reaction was, well, that's the biggest uh, problem that we face. But I, I want to go to the biggest problem is that there's not enough podcasts in the world. Well, maybe and I'm maybe just that's... That, I mean that that went a little. <laughs> A little too much but, on the funny side. But, but maybe maybe at the same time, though, hunger, like, maybe hunger is the a world. I mean, you could make an argument that hunger is the world's biggest problem if you're not talking about food. Well, and it depends on who you, who you are, right? I mean, I'm sure there's, I mean, we hear it all the time here in Utah that there's tons of children going hungry all the time. So I guess, you know, that we, you know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the need to have food. And shelter and whatever else, but yeah. Um, I, well, and we could we could explore that thought. Like, what do, what do you mean by food? Like, like yeah. food, food, or like, are we talking intellectual food? Are we talking emotional food? Like, I think that, I mean, no matter no matter how you phrase it, hunger could be one of the world's biggest problems, but maybe not necessarily. It might not even be food. Which, well, to that point, I think what comes to my mind is. Uh, that saying that's been floating around on Instagram and Facebook that hard times create strong men, strong, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. And I think we're seeing, I guess, from that perspective, what we're seeing, at least in the United States, is that times are just so easy that we've got all these weak men running around trying to find purpose, that we're creating problems. That's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I think that... So how do, you, how do you create stronger men, I guess, is the question. Hard times. Hard times. Which are coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, in, we're in process right now. Yeah, totally. I, I, when I was thinking about this question earlier, I was thinking about... There's a quote. I can't remember the name of the philosopher. Jean something. Um, Jean-Claude Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. That, I'm that sure guy? it was him. Um, who is that even? I don't no, even know who that is. But he said, he said something I thought was so interesting where he said that dogmatism is the death of morality. And I was thinking about that in terms of like what, what I see happening in the world so often. And I think one of the biggest problems 
I don't know, in the political arena in our country, but like on a worldwide scale, mm-hmm. is like the we have replaced charity with our own personal bias and it gets in the way personal bias and dogmatism get in the way of our goal as a species or our goal as as humankind to become better and to 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 progress right like if our goal is to to become mm-hmm. more to progress or whatever you want to call that i feel like what impedes that process is is this dogmatic view of whatever our personal bias is right and and an Mm. unwillingness to put in the work to see someone else's perspective well so then what creates that bias i guess our environment yeah i think well i think laziness i think what happens in my opinion anyway what i've seen and even in my own life like i think what happens is whatever society you you grow up in or your family pressures or your friend pressures or your religious pressures right you become lazy and you accept that and and you fall in line and you just you kind of become a drone instead yeah. of and, and you're giving up personal accountability and as right. soon as you do that then all you're going to do is be spouting out the dogma dogmatic mm-hmm. phraseology Thinking of whatever organization meaning, you're part of because, right it's because you've overused it or haven't conceptually right. thought about it that it doesn't well, have any value anymore yeah and it happens it happens with Republicans and Democrats. It happens on the right and the left, right? You yeah. you just well, I'm a Republican, so all of a sudden I don't have to be as accountable for like going out and researching everything because I already know I'm a Republican, so I can just spout out whatever the last Republican said. Right. Right? And it we we become lazy with our accountability and it makes us dogmatic, which just breeds hate and violence and and we can't and if as a human race, like we have such diverse perspectives. Yeah. That I feel like to come it's really hard to come together on anything but to do that we're gonna have to like give some of those personal biases up or give room for other opinions which that's i mean interesting thought there is we are so different but i think at the same time we are a lot alike i had a friend once say um that you know if you went across america and right now it's 10 o'clock, so this is not a good example. But given it was around dinner time, you go across America and you peep in a window, which, I mean, not in a creepy way, but in a just <laughs> just look in the window. You're going to see a family sitting around a dinner table or sitting at the couch watching TV or, I mean, anything that's it's a typical type of thing that I, I don't think we're too far different because you see okay. people getting into different sections or like you know what i mean like you you identify with certain things and i think you know going back to your politics example it's like well that sounds like oh the conservative what they're talking about oh that that sounds right so i'm gonna align with that Mm. and then it because it's easier like you said you're you're not putting in maybe the thought that yeah should go into it Right, which it's just a lack of yeah, lack of effort, effort. lack of accountability. Like, yeah. you know how much I love the word name <laughs> effort. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think I don't know. I think people yeah, at our at our core, I think we all agree with the basics of life. Right, like we all want we all want love, we all want acceptance, yeah. we all want to grow, we all want to be happy, we all right. 
there's so many things we want, but I think we get caught up because maybe we weigh certain uh, we, like we've talked about moral foundations before, but like we weigh certain moral principles heavier than others that it, we gravitate to different sides of the board. Right. And instead of remembering that we all came from the same place, we we kind of abandon our our common home as humanity and start fighting over stuff. And I I don't know, I that's in my opinion I see that as like the biggest obstacle for people because it's a pol- politics everyone's always fighting over that stuff religions right. here and in Anything. other countries like it's it's everywhere well and 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 that goes to the thought that i had of you know what is the biggest problem facing us the world today is that willingness to hear other people's thoughts yeah. well i think i mean quite frankly i i think saying that hunger is the world's biggest problem is a poetic way of saying that yeah. like we we are hungry for truth for truth and for alignment like we can't it's it's so interesting to me i think to evolve if you're thinking biologically like what it takes for a creature to evolve like if every creature is pursuing a different path what is that going to mm-hmm. do to your evolution i don't and i i i wonder and i worry about that like are we are we stunted until we can learn how to align? Well, I mean, that's to the point of, you know, say from a religious standpoint, if you're going to church, you're going along with the dogmatic frame of mind, way of thinking, are you in reality getting the necessary value from church that you should, you know, the purpose why you're there, right? Yeah. I had a friend that I was talking to that, in in his congregation he's a leader in that congregation and he was telling me about how there's a fellow that's wanting to come back to church and be involved and he's super worried about his congregation right of what mm-hmm. the guy's going to say because he has some little bit radical views and i told him i said well in my opinion having him come back and actually express some views that are a little off or a little different may cause some people to actually think and question, yeah, which then gets them out of yeah, gets them out <laughs> of that rhythm, rhythmatic thinking, right? That like really question like, oh, well, what do I believe as it relates to that, and why do I believe that? Yeah, because if you're not asking those questions, then why are you even there? And that's the other the other thought is why are you wasting your time? Right. Well, maybe and maybe that's it. Maybe. It- Maybe just general lack of accountability is the greatest problem because I, I think what you're I, I agree hundred percent accountability with, to who though to yourself to, to yourself like mm-hmm. if you if you're if you're not asking those questions to yourself right if you're going to a church or to any organization or club or whatever it is and yeah. you're not asking those questions to yourself right like why am I here what What's is the your, what is your purpose you're just you're just hooking up to whatever train and who knows where it's going to take you right. And that's not, I don't think that's being accountable. No. Like, and I, I don't know. I think I, I have a friend that I've, I've talked to you about before, and we hopefully we'll have him on, on the show uh, later. But yeah. he's, he's an atheist, doesn't believe in God, but we've talked about the idea of Zion, and he is all on board with yeah. the idea of Zion because he agrees. It's like we each have personal accountability. Right. But we each have to be accountable too. We're, we're accountable for each other, and to an right. extent, like as a human race. And the idea of Zion of like being able to 
look beyond differences and personal biases and be able to work together towards right. something. Right. Um, by being self-accountable. Right? right. I think it's, there's something to said for that. Which will, and to that, to the point of, and I say that a lot, to that point, but. It's a um, of, got a lot of good points. I mean, to that <laughs> point, you have a good, good point. Um, the fact that, I mean, you have to be accountable, look inward, reflect. I think it comes down to pride. I mean, we hear about pride a lot as far as, you know, from a, a religious standpoint. I mean, being willing to admit that you're wrong, being vulnerable. I, yeah. You know, I see that a lot. And you know me. I'm, I try to be raw, real, whatever. I, I, truth, man, it's, it's good. Yeah. So, t- I mean, but to that point, I mean, you, there we go again, say it, but um the i lost my thought to where you know you're being accountable you're having to look inward but yet take care of everybody else and try to help other people and and i found you know in my own situations that when i have looked outside myself and looked at other people that i mentally am more um more healthy and have the ability to function a little bit better if that's yeah. it it's an interesting way to say it but it so i i kind of want i want to go back to something you just said that i think is key to and like as far as helping one another goes and what you said about being vulnerable and open with people and like mm-hmm. honest so my my grandpa who he he passed away just a couple weeks ago yeah. um Something we were talking, we were, we were talking about memories about him, and he was a very unique cat. Like, he, mm. did, he did everything his own way, and he could give a yeah. rats about what anyone thought about it. Like, he was his own man, and he was yeah. one of the few people I've ever met that was 100% authentic in anything he did. Yeah. I mean, in the face, like, he could meet the President of the United States, and it wouldn't matter. He's yeah. going to do his thing exact, his way. Exactly, yeah. And it's interesting because as we were remembering him, you know, I, I, there, there's a lesson of authenticity and living honestly there that I thought was so valuable because you, mm-hmm. as, as we remembered him and you, re, we remembered, like he, we remembered all of his imperfections because mm. it was that he, they were hilarious. Right. And what's interesting is he didn't care if people judged him or not. But yeah. what's fascinating is we all live in fear of like what other people are going to think to right. some extent. Right, right. right? And what's interesting to me is nobody thought anything negative of him. Everybody loved him. Yeah. Everyone loved him. And what's funny is they loved him because of that, not yeah. in spite of that. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I just, I, it was like a great lesson for me as we were at the funeral. I'm like, no one is going, all you're going to get for living honestly and authentically is love from others. Because yeah. it, it is, it's like a pressure release, right? That, you're letting yeah. people know, like, hey, I'm just like you. This is me. And I think, I don't know, I think that's something that we, we need a lot more of. And it's something I don't, I mean, I try not to care. And, like, my wife is a great example of, like, living authentically. But mm-hmm. it's, it's something that everyone needs so much more. It's, oh, yeah. It, <laughs> See, that, I mean, that's something I, I strive for. And that's something that I've always tried to do. And I've told this story many times, but it's like, I want to be the same person at church that when you see me at the grocery store, yeah, I'm the same person. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to interact with you because I like those interactions. Uh, I mean, right. the only thing I probably won't do at church is I won't swear. 
I mean, I'm not. It's but at my, the same time. It's but, funny you say that because my grandpa swore at church yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him swearing. Sometimes it's necessary. We'd pray and he'd swear. Like he'd say damn it in his prayer. And then he'd be like, oh, sorry, Lord. I, <laughs> you know how I have struggled with that. Like he was just a funny guy. Yeah. But. No, I think that I think when you are authentic and you um, you you are uh, just authentic, I guess is the best way to say it. People have the tendency to to gravitate towards you. 